0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. David Dacker, your host. All right, y'all. So finally, it's here, the uh, Bravery Chef Hall. We're open. Uh, This is uh, day number three. Uh, Actually, it's Thursday today, so it's day number four. We are doing dinner starting at 5 p.m. We will start doing lunch on July the 30th, which is going to be next week. And... um, yeah, super excited to uh, finally have uh, the bar up and running. This has been a, quite the, the journey, and uh, tons of uh, challenges and difficulties have come uh, with it. But very satisfied with what's, uh, the, the way that it's developing um, the bar program. I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, super cool and fun for people to come by and, and try some cocktails with the food. Uh, the food is, is incredibly good. Um, every single chef here has a very, very clear understanding of what they're doing and, uh, what they want to do. And so I went ahead and had, uh, sat down with on my, one of the, uh, founders of the, uh, of the, of the concept. And, uh, he, uh, we talked a little bit about how this came about and what he has in store for the future and, and, and how, what it takes, um, to actually take part in this uh venture essentially i mean you know this is this is really ambitious so ambitious that the uh, the building itself wasn't even ready for it um so let's have a listen i'm here with uh well i'm here finally at the newly opened um bravery chef hall in lockwood station with on uh, my which is one of the uh, partner investors into the this project, um, this has been a really long time coming. Founders,
1: found, one of the founders,
0: one of the founders. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Let's make that we got, make sure we get that right. Um, one of the founders of uh, Bravery Chef Hall, but also uh, you have the Conservatory, which is the first food hall in uh, downtown Houston that pretty much uh, kicked off all of this. Um, Food hall craze because there's a bunch of them coming online and um, what is it that makes this food hall different? First off, thank you for being on the show. Okay, I appreciate that. Um,
1: Glad to be here. <laughs> first, uh, the first um, guest on your podcast, yeah,
0: the very first guest on the open bar experience on site in Lockwood Station at Bravery Chef Hall. So thank you. Um, so it's long time coming. And there was a, a lot of challenges in this uh, in this project, but we're open. Yes. We're ready to do this. That's right. All right. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: On the opening or the challenges? The challenges. Uh, well, first of all, this was uh, the first uh, chef hall, um, you know, so we had to go through uh, a lot of uh, challenges based on the fact is so elevated. Um, you know, the, the first part is you know curating your tenants, and uh, with the with the chef hall, you know you have a much more narrow uh, net. You know, your, your cast is not as wide, um, and so it's easy to find talented. Well, let me rephrase that. It's it, it is it is it is easier to find talented chefs who has a reputation. But to have a chef that's talented, has a, a great reputation, has a great story, and has funding, that's, like, really difficult to find. So, so they basically have to be ready to open their, you know, take the next step and open their own business. Um, so it really narrows down the prospects. Yeah, <laughs> tremendously. And so we had to go and be, and be creative and figure ways to, to make that happen. And then um, once we did that, uh, the second challenge we had was the, uh, the building itself, you know. Uh, built by Heinz. It's a beautiful building, but they never designed it for a food hall, much less a chef hall. So, uh, you know, we went through a lot of challenges with, you know, engineering, you know, wasn't enough power. Uh, All the AC units are are in one particular area, so they can't get to the right, you know, temperature. Uh, So there's a lot of challenges just due to the fact of, you know, it wasn't designed to be a a chef hall to begin with.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you have uh, five specific kitchens, in this space,
1: yeah, no, and, and it's not just uh, you know because they all have different equipment. They all have different equipment, but it's full blown kitchens. You know, so it's like five full blown restaurants, you know, inside a, a nine thousand square foot space. You know, lots of uh, you know, uh, HVAC requirements, lots of you know, electrical requirements, lots of plumbing. Um, a very heavy load, and the amount of volume that they're gonna go through uh, requires a lot of uh, you know, the, the, like the the engineering company that we had. They made a bunch of mistakes. You know, they, you know we had to go back and, and revise a lot of plans to the city.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that, that was a challenge in itself. And I know because it was, it was a lot of back and forth yeah. that happened. And every time that back and forth, it means rescheduling, which means that you're not just adding the extra week, you're adding the, the other time, week, two weeks, or whatever, yeah. of the rescheduling. Exactly. So every time is a two, three week setback. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Well, and then getting into like casting that net into the the talent that you have here. So you have a lot of, I mean, I worked for you at Prohibition. Uh, Ben McPherson did too. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of personal and and past relationships uh, in the Foo Hall right now from Mm -hmm. people that were ready, like you said, to take that next step and... Had the talent that you were looking for, and had the the drive to actually be in uh, in a volume uh, spot where you're kind of you you have to to be very specific in the way that, for instance, for me, I have to be very specific in what I do with my craft cocktails because it has to fit the volume schema.
1: Yeah. So that you know that you know what we were curating, you know, was was a challenge because we had a very specific thing we were looking for. Um, in terms of curating the the food vendors but also the bar vendors. Um, but you'd be surprised how many people were not ready to take that that next step. That they you were, ask? Yeah. So basically we had a bunch of people that expressed interest and they were ready, to, you know, they were all gung-ho about it. But then once they start thinking about all the requirements, the risk, the, uh, you know, putting themselves out there because, you know, they could fall flat on their face. And... Um, a lot of them are actually, you know, just weren't ready for it. And they actually, you know, they wanted it, but they were af- afraid.
0: Yeah. And I think that they, there has to be a, uh, a mental readiness and emotional readiness. That's what readiness I'm saying. Because yeah. yeah. They, I think this, in general, in this in the hospitality, it, there is always an attachment. Yeah. And, uh, and the more responsible you are for what's being presented, the more attached you are to it. Exactly. And so, well, um, so then we're finally open. We did the uh, friends and family uh, last Friday and Saturday. Uh, that went extremely smoothly. I think everyone had anticipated this uh, opening so much that, it, you know, not staff and, and all the chefs and mm. myself included were just ready to go. So that was a little scary that it went so smooth. Mm. And then uh, the last couple of days has been... It's been a, a lot of industry that have come by. So thanks, guys, for, for supporting us. Um, and people are really loving it. The amount of talent that is here right now, um, all the food like, has been really knocking it out of the park. Uh, and what people have been doing is going around to each vendor and getting the, uh, a taste of what they have and creating a meal out of that. And then deciding which is uh, what they're in the mood for and then going back and getting a full-blown meal out of them. So then, what, what is it that you want to... Uh, you, you have the next one lined up. And I don't want to get into that right now, the railway. Mm-hmm. But with bravery, is it what you thought it was going to be
1: so far? You know, it's, it was funny because I think the second night, I, I had uh, dinner with my wife and, and, and daughter at the bowl pasta. And I sat there and I watched, you know, all the chefs and cooks, you know, make the pasta from scratch, you know, uh, bake the pizza, you know, talking to guests, you know, people were drinking wine. And uh, it was exactly what I envisioned. And I was super uh, satisfying to see. And uh, one, of the, one of the unique things about, in my opinion of this concept, uh, the, the, the journey of this concept, was that the whole time we, we, from the time we came up with the idea of this concept till yesterday or the day before when it dawned on me that we're almost there, uh, I felt like I was being led. And that usually your concepts, you know, it, you know, when we open up prohibition or conservatory, I didn't feel that way as much as this one. And here's why. So basically we came with the idea of this concept because we were trying to develop Another concept, which was ended up being Railway Heights. It was a really big market, and the location was really big. So we had to come up with some attractions inside that bigger right. concept. And so we came with the idea of a chef corner. And then we we're like, wait a minute, why can't we just do a chef hall? And then that started this whole, you know, idea.
0: I thought that that was a crazy idea when I first heard you say mm-hmm. that a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Because right. I'm like, how? It's hard enough to have one chef under uh, his own roof. <laughs> Is, is, and, well, and to put five chefs well, under the same roof. It, well,
1: here's the thing, though, right? So chefs are just misunderstood. Okay. Right? They have so much creativity and so much passion, right? And, and that's one of the problems, right? Because that creativity and that passion, a lot of times it's lost from people that don't understand it, including servers, front of house staff who don't understand it. And so what we just did was, hey, let's just get rid of that middleman, have a direct relationship, have a direct experience with these creative people, just like you get at a bar, a bar. you know what I mean? Uh, you wouldn't like it that much, you know, and, and you worked at some restaurants where you were the service yeah. bartender. That was no fun. Well, you know?
0: yeah, I mean, whenever waiters take the, uh, exactly. the, the drinks without the garnish. Exactly.
1: Or exactly. spill it. Or, or explaining the cocktail right. or being able to get feedback immediately and, 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 and pivoting. You know that that whole thing is lost, and so they don't have the same experience from your point of view, and so the chefs have the exact same challenge, uh, and so that's you know that's kind of how we came up with the concept. Basically, we wanted them to be in a better position to succeed. So, so they're we, all, so they're
0: all Van Goghs now, and
1: uh, well, anyone that creates, you know, they they you know you have to, um, and they'll have, have to, a Theo now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I like the idea. And uh, the other thing that I wanted to make sure that people knew is that the, uh, the prices, given what is being done, like you, you just said, you know, Ben making the pasta and the staff right. in-house on site, right. uh, not just in-house, on site. Right. Um, uh, the dough that he's doing takes three days uh, mm-hmm. to get ready. Um, you know, all of these things suggest to some people that it's going to be really expensive. And quite frankly, it's not. You know, a slice of pepperoni pizza is four bucks which is pretty much on line with a lot of places that 350. I mean, for $0.50 cents more, you're getting uh, the quality that you don't get in most places that you go to, uh, and you're getting the craft well, of the, uh, what the chef is doing. Right,
1: and so that's, that's a, a really good point. So when you think of a, a, you know, a chef-driven fine dining restaurant, you know, it is expensive, and it's because there's so many layers, there's so many moving parts, There's obviously a lot of preparation, um, but there's a lot of moving parts. And so when you take that business model and you combine it with a food hall business model, which eliminates all the moving parts and put people in the right position, they focus on what they do best, then you will see a a, a big reduction in costs, And that cost is is passed along to the the consumer, the guests. And so, yeah, you can get a steakhouse, you know, um, a, a steak at, you know, Cherry Block, for substantially less than a normal steakhouse, but for the same uh, quality, and it's it's the
0: highest quality. I mean, the 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 last thing that re- that what that re- me, reminds me of is uh, when I worked at Sixty Degrees Master Craft, and we have Akaushi beef, um, salt, pepper—it's all it needs because the texture on it is phenomenal. Um, I, that that really impressed me, uh, especially with the prices that they have. Well, this is gonna be a short podcast because uh, this is opening week. Uh, we have a lot to do um, there's the weekend coming up, so we're making sure that we're prepared for it. Um, is there uh, anything else you want?
1: Um, anyone, everyone to know? Um, the only thing is uh, you know I, I feel like this is going to be the the beginning of uh, bravery and, and for us as a as a group, you know all the talented people that we have on our team. Uh, you know, be on the lookout. There's going to be a lot more cool concepts down the line uh, and a lot of opportunities. So we hope that, uh, you know, we can start finding a lot of, t- you know, more talented people to, to join us for the ride.
0: Yeah. So you guys uh, definitely uh, stay tuned. Um, check out the uh, Lockwood station um, uh, Instagram, uh, bravery, uh, chef hall, Instagram, uh, follow the story, uh, follow what's going on here because, um, if you're not ready for the uh, doing your own concept, but you, you really want to, um, you know, check out what we're doing, what we're going to do in the next year or two years. And uh, that, by then, that might be your turn. Thank you, on. Thank you. Please check out the website, openbar.space. You can also find me on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Alexa, And overcast. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep the conversation going.